Hello, welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm your host, Cindy Stewart, and each week we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you tools to help you release the champion within. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to my website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes. Are you living in the present while dreaming for the future? I had an interesting meeting with some friends of mine the other day. We were talking about our dreams for the future, and I love dreaming. In fact, recently on one of my podcasts, I recorded a session on dreaming your future into reality. If you haven't had a chance to hear it, you can go back to episode four, and it will be up and ready for you to listen to. Today, we're talking about how to stay in the present while planning for your future. It sounds simple enough, but you know, with everything going on in our lives, sometimes it's hard just to be present with our family, with our friends, even at our jobs. And I've found in working with others to find their dreams that there is a struggle to fully live in the present while keeping their vision for the future in front of them. And it's happened to me. I've been so focused on what I'm preparing for the future that I've missed the open doors right in front of my eyes. I've missed time with my family because I've been so focused on that next step or what it might look like. So how do we live in the moment? I always tell people when I'm working with them, bloom where you are planted while continuing to keep working toward the future. You have to be able to enjoy where you are in order to get to where you want to be. And I've been testing this out for myself. And there's a couple of uh, disciplines I want to share with you guys that I've practiced, I've tried out, and they really do work. The first one is being excellent. We must be excellent in everything we do right now. And not holding back our very best until our dream is alive. You know, dreams are big and they're exciting and there's just kind of an anticipation and almost uh, impatientness to bring them forward. And we have a tendency to focus on not where we are, but where we're trying to go. And in this life of smartphones and internets and ATM, everything is so instant we get impatient for our dreams. And we don't realize that dreams come alive because we do the hard work to bring them there. And when they don't happen fast enough, we end up not giving excellence. We become mediocre because we really don't want to be in the place that we're at. We want to be in the place that we're dreaming about. You know, we've all had jobs where we didn't want to be there. I had a job when I was first starting out where I did data entry. It was just a little temporary job to earn a little extra money. But when we went outside, there was a plant that processed dead animal carcasses. So it smelled horrible. So you couldn't go outside. So when you came into work, you had to run into work so you wouldn't breathe in any of the air. You couldn't go out to lunch because if you went out to lunch, you couldn't eat after you smelled what was going on. It was an awful job. But it's that learning how to appreciate where you are, regardless of what's around you. 
And it can, you know, we can all have awful jobs. We can have awful teachers. But, you know, it's not really about the job. It's not really about the teacher. It's really about us. Where we are is our training ground. Where we work, whatever classes we take, whatever seminars we attend, those are training grounds. It provides us an opportunity to train ourselves in excellence. And it takes discipline to keep excellence going, even when you're not feeling it. It takes discipline to not just be good, but be the very best at what you're doing. I was spent some time with one of my friends the other day, and she has worked for the government for a very long time. And that was not her dream job. But she's reached a point through just perseverance, diligence, being there, she's reached a point where she can quit that job. And she hasn't even given her notice yet, but she determined, she just made up her mind that until she gave her notice, until the day she walked out that door, she was going to be awesome at what she did. And the cool thing is, is she, like I said, she hasn't given her notice yet, but they have already asked her to apply for two promotions two huge pay increases and she she denied doing it she told him she wasn't going to be able to do it not tell him why yet but what's interesting is she is working in excellence even though she knows her time is very short there and the people above her the supervisors the managers the directors they see the excellence in her now she could have just began to you know, slough off and come and work late and not really worked hard and did the very minimum. But she wanted to go out with them not wanting her to leave. She wanted to go out showing them that she was awesome until the day, till five o'clock the day she walks out. And she's been doing it. And that's what, that's what we want. We want the way of excellence in our life. We want when we're ready to step to that next level, maybe move to the next job, open our own business, whatever it is, we want them to beg us to stay because we're so good. And that takes a real intentionality. That takes a choice to be excellent, regardless of what the circumstances are around us. Because we know when we train for excellence every day in our life, even when things aren't excellent, it prepares us the future for us. If we train mediocre and just do barely enough to get by, then when we get ready to see our dream come true, we have not been trained enough. We have not done the discipline. We have not done the diligence to be excellent. So then in our dream, we have to go through a phase of learning how to be excellent. So excellence is one of the most critical things we can do right now. And it's excellence in where we are. It's excellence in the job that we're in. It's excellence with our spouses and with our children and with our friends. It's making time for them. And it's a hard thing to do when we've got a big dream ahead of us. But it's a necessary thing to do if we want that big dream to really come to life for us. Now, the second must have we to stay in the present while working on our future is we have to practice the skills we need for the future in our current environment. Of course, we must practice to get where we need to go. 
And you know, athletes, you see, they practice all the time. That's one of their testimonies. I practiced all the time. Musicians, I played for hours and hours and hours. And we have to learn how to integrate practice for the future into our everyday life. Now, think about this. I love to read. I've always loved to read. And I thought one day, I would really love to start writing. And a few years ago, it was in December, and I thought, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to write a blog every week. And I've really never written before, so I started small. I just wrote a small, you know, 300, 400-word blog each week. It was published on my website. It was published in our church bulletin. But at the same time, I owned a family business. So I had to practice my blogging on the side. I didn't have time to write while I was at work. And would I have rather been home writing and, and publishing and doing all those great things? Yes, but that wasn't the option I had. So I would practice at work in everything I did. I would practice with emails and correspondence and, and write the best letter, the best email to make sure it was grammatically correct, all those different elements, because really grammar was not my strong suit. I'm a math brain. So grammar was like a foreign language to me. And I found a friend who was willing to edit my blogs and she was excellent grammatically. And with each edit, I would practice and learn what she would change about sentence structure, about uh, chronological order and putting things in order in a sentence and a paragraph. And every week I would learn something new and I'm still not great at it, but I, I have learned enough to be able to write and, and have a clear, concise sentence without all the other stuff I used to put in there. And so that's the way I practiced. I practiced at work. When my customers would come in, I would work on my grammatical greetings and make sure I had the order just right. And a few years later, I took a writing course while still working, which included a whole section on grammar. And I continued to practice. And, you know, you you have opportunities to practice what you're passionate about, even though that might not be what you do for a living. So take those opportunities to greet someone in a way that uh, would enhance what you want to do in the future. Like if if you're a speaker, if you want to be a speaker, maybe that's not something that you've been real confident in. Maybe it's not something that you've actually ever done. The thought of standing up and speaking in front of people scares you, but you know you have a message, you have something to say. Then just begin practicing as you talk to people Pretend like you're giving a speech to them and and just be careful and uh, exacting about your words. And then find a group of friends that would let you practice giving five-minute speeches, 10-minute speeches. You know, wherever you want to go, you always need to keep growing in. So whatever it is, whether it's a mechanic, a musician, uh, a sound uh, person, whatever it is, there's always opportunities to learn. And you just have to keep honing your skills, keep improving what you do, and and be able to discern, do I need more training? Do I need professional training? Do I just need a seminar? Or is it just a YouTube video that'll show me how to do it? Always keep that mode of education, that mode of training, that mode of enhancing your skills in the everyday. And when you do it in the everyday, you'll see that you'll enjoy where you are more. 
because you know that you're investing in what's down the road and in, in what the passion and the dream is for the future. So, so that's the second thing. Just keep practicing your skills. And then the third most important thing is keep moving forward. I've run into quite a few people that have felt paralyzed because they're not working in an environment they want to work in. They actually don't know how to get there. So they choose to do nothing. They choose to just stay in their place. And, and quite a few of them I've ran into don't even work. And so they, they don't have any background, any experience. They don't have anything that gets them up in the morning and gets them going. And we just want to not have that paralysis that's holding us back from those dreams. And the only way to do that is to do something. And you find when you take one step, whether it's to get a job, no matter what it is, if, if you've got a, a passion for people, you know, get a job as a barista, get a job as a server, you know, get a job where there are people that you can practice on that you'll encounter every day. And it may not pay the best. It may not be your dream job, but it's a place where you can hone your skills and you have to keep that forward movement because when you quit doing anything, then everything stops. You can't pay your bills. You can't take care of the things you need to take care of. And you know, the, the big thing is everybody has to work. And what you do as work, there are options. But if you don't take an option, you never know if that job that I had, let's just say being a barista, help me meet someone who happens to be in the industry I'm passionate about, which opened a door for me to go into that I would have never had if I had not done it. So take a risk and just go out and find that momentum that can help move you forward. And again, you will just feel so much better about where you are right now because you're doing something that will uh, catapult you toward the future. So I, I just encourage you, keep moving, get that momentum going on your behalf. Uh, let the value of doing something increase your confidence toward what you want to do in the future. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is celebrating. You know, so many times we forget to celebrate the little victories. We forget to celebrate, wow, I was able to accomplish this today. I got my blog written. I got it edited. I got it published today. I was able to accomplish something today. And instead of, I know for me, sometimes I'd be, I got that done. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do next week? So I forget to take a moment to celebrate where I am, what I'm doing, and the accomplishment of just getting that done. So don't forget to celebrate the little things. Don't forget to celebrate that moment of stepping back from all the things going on in your life to spend some quality time with a good friend. Going for a walk, going for coffee, going to the movies, whatever it is, just having a nice chat. That's a celebration to have relationship. Don't forget to celebrate 
that kid, your kid's soccer game or the baseball game or the cheerleading tournament, you know, those take a lot of time having a bunch of kids. They take a lot of time. They'll take a whole Saturday, but it's time you'll never get back. And it's time that they'll always remember. You know, Dad, do you remember that soccer game I was at? Do you remember when I was scored? Do you remember when uh, we won the game because of what I did? It'll be something that you can never get back. And it'll be something that will not only bring value to you because you're investing in the ones that you love. You're taking that moment to be present with the ones you love. But it also brings such confidence to the ones you're investing in because they know that they carry value for you. So remember to celebrate everything. Celebrate the people in your life. Celebrate the job that you have. Whether you love it or not, celebrate it. Celebrate it, the class that you're trying to finish so you can take that next step. Celebrate everything in your life so that way your eyes see what is possible because you've celebrated what you've accomplished. And don't be afraid to look at the the missteps, the things that haven't quite worked out that well, because the things that you misstep, the things that you made mistakes on, the things you thought, oh, if I had to do over, I might do this a little different. Those are all these great learning opportunities that you have. And it enables you to say, okay, yeah, I probably would have done this different, but I'm not really sure how to do it. So I might need to find someone to give me a little hand or to help me figure out this one little piece of it. And we all need each other to help bring those pieces together. So don't forget to embrace the failures too. embrace the uh, missteps. I read a book, oh, probably five or six years ago, and it was by John Maxwell. And it was called Failing Forward. And it's all about when we fail, it gives us an opportunity to move forward. Because in the failing process, we learn. In the failing process, if we don't let it defeat us, it makes us more determined to go forward. And so it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay not to have it all quite right. Because as we go, we'll get better and better and better at it. So it's just embracing where we are today. It's blooming where we're planted. So tomorrow we'll have that success already in us and we're prepared for what's going to come. So as we close today's program, I want you guys to, to do a little homework for me. I want you to go through your day for the next, let's just say next five days till the next podcast comes out. And I want you to write down when you feel like you really are present and when you feel like you've moved on to the future and you've kind of lost what's going on around you. So, so keep track of when are you consciously present in your moment, in your job, with your family, with your friends. And when you're not, ask, is that the correct time in doing this? Do I have people sitting in front of me and I'm looking at my phone or I'm thinking about the 12 things I need to do? Or am I by myself and I have that moment to really work and think on my future? Make sure that when you're in the place that you're planted with your family, with your job, with those different things, make sure that you're present in that place with them. Because when you're present in the place with them, it prepares you for what's going to come in the future because you've learned how to focus on what's in front of you. 
So until next time, guys, I just appreciate you so much. And I want to make sure that you go after all that you're passionate about, that you dream big, that you dream wide, that you think about things that have got to be impossible. But if it's burning inside of you, then there'll be a possibility for you. And while you're doing all that, just remember, stay in the present, bloom where you're planted and love the people around you. Until next time, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening today. Did you enjoy this podcast? Before you leave, take a minute and rate it on iTunes and subscribe to Unleashing the Champion Within so you won't miss an episode. You can also visit our webpage, cindy-stewart.com and get your free ebook, Relational Leadership. You can contact me on my website or on my Twitter account at cindystewart1, on Instagram, cindystewartauthor, and Facebook, cindystewartauthor. Until next time, remember, live your life as a champion, making every day count. Thank you.